Grace and peace to all. Good morning. I am Pastor Jackie King from New Faith Community United Methodist Church in Northwest Houston and on the World Wide Web at www.nufaith.org. Enjoy this drive time listening to a sermon called Getting to the Golden based upon passages from Romans 7 and Matthew 11. This powerful word of grace begins now with prayer. Let us pray. Gracious and holy God, help us to come and embrace and feel your word through this moment of life challenge. But when the word goes up and it convicts our heart, help us to see you in us. Move me behind the cross. Let the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart be acceptable unto you, dear Lord, for this is your word in this season. Let us hear from you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The word can be tough, but it can be convicting. The word can be challenging, but it can be a blessing. Have you ever thought about how far God has brought you? What if at the end of the day, all you had to do was make a decision about whether you would do the right thing or the wrong thing? Is the pursuit of your personal freedom causing someone else in your life to suffer? Are you challenged by the situations that your choices are setting you up to do? Yes, if your choices might hurt somebody, would you change or do something different? What would you do if you knew that some of these decisions that you're making right now would have lasting impressions on the lives of future generations to come? Would you do something different? Would you get excited? Well, I hope that these questions will linger as we begin to break through what might be a difficult scripture, but find what God is saying to each of us this day. I want you to just stand up and just give yourself a shake so you can shake off what you think this scripture is going to be about and allow the Lord to embrace your life. Just go ahead and shake it off. Come on, just have a little gospel aerobics for a moment. Just shake it off because you're looking at this scripture and you're saying, okay, how are we going to get to the golden? And we're realizing that this seems to be a little bit challenging for me. I'm just going to shake off the party from yesterday, shake off the situation, but I want you to allow the Lord to just be around your heart. You got it? Okay, now let me paint the picture of where we're going about the choices. I want you to think about what it means to live like it's golden. How do we get to the golden experience of who God is calling us to be? This scripture may tempt us to just say we're going to make a change on the outside. You see, we might just put on our gold shoes and think we can get to the goal that life has for us. We may just put on something fancy and on the outside, we've already been transformed. Or maybe we want to just adjust the situation. You say, well, the shoes aren't enough. And I figure if I'm going to get to the golden life, 
I need to read a gold magazine and I need to put on a gold scarf and I need to get my gold on. If I were trying out for the Olympics and I would be pursuing the gold, I would be seeking the gold medal. But in this pursuit, it's not about the outside gold. It's not even about the shoes. And it's surely more than our outer experience. Well, maybe you'll say to yourself, what are you talking about painting a picture and having our choices turn into gold? You mentioned that society is dealing with issues of sin. And I'm part of society. So how does just putting on gold clothes and gold shoes and reading gold magazines turn me into a golden person? Maybe I even have to decide that I'm going to lift up some lyrics from a really famous person. Maybe I even have to say that I'm going to live like, like it's golden, golden. Maybe I just have to get into it. And if I just allow that to fall down in my spirit and I just act like I'm gold, walk like I'm gold, get a gold look on, I won't have to worry about the choices I'm making on the outside and whether they'll impact anyone else. For you see, the average person continues making choices. But what if you made a choice and every time you went to touch it, go ahead and touch my hand, she would turn to gold. Do you think it would, she would touch my hand all the time? If gold gave her a benefit, if it really made her do something different, she'd keep touching my hand. Yeah. But what if she touched my hand and I said, oh, can't touch this. Or better yet, when she touched my hand, instead of just pulling back, I'd say, go ahead and touch it again. Oh, don't go there. Don't touch me. I'm gold. I'm solid gold. From my feet to my hair to my clothes to the way I talk and even my song. You may not like my lyrics, but I'm living life like it's golden. I got my gold clothes on. I got my gold attitude. I'm even carrying my gold master card. Because I've decided I want to get to golden. But this scripture is about getting free so we can be the golden one for the Lord. If you want to get to gold, you got to believe. And I want to share a little funny story. I said to a person this week, I got this email and I heard Jill Scott was coming to town. And you know what happened? I told a person when I read a little further, she wasn't coming to town. They were having a tribute. Anybody know what a tribute is? It's lifting a person up. It's highlighting who they are. But if you believe that a person is coming, you might go to the tribute and think, Jill Scott was there. But then the truth came out. She was here this week. And I got the email late. So I got the tribute. I didn't get the real gold. I got the fake stuff. I got the kind you get from the dollar store gold. I got the, hey, it looks like gold. I think it's gold, but it really ain't gold because I got the stuff that somebody gave after the fact. So what we're going to talk about in the choices through the Romans passage is not what we may think it's saying, but we're going to dig a little deeper so you really get a clear understanding what Paul is talking about. For you see, on our journey to get to freedom, 
the Romans passage, jump right out and tell them, you're confused. You're confused. The very thing you don't want to do, you keep doing. And the things you really want to do that are the right thing, you can't seem to grab hold to the gold and get that done. You can't focus in. You can't see it for what it is. And you think the golden life is really something else. And then the Matthew passage invites us to take a look at our relationships, not just the ones that we have, but the relationships that will come from generation to generation, the ones from grandmother to grandson, the ones from fathers to daughters, the ones from daughters to cousins. It causes us to look at what is the real generational understanding or misunderstanding. And then the Roman passage really reminds us that in order for us to come clean, we have to acknowledge if we want to get gold on the inside, we've got to get out of our confusion. For there is confusion about our action. We say one thing and do one else, and then we turn around and say, why are you confused? I said I was going to do it, but you did something different. Oh, no, that, no I didn't. We began a dialogue with a misunderstanding of what we said we would do and where's our integrity to really get it done. The challenge of it is we can't do it by ourselves. If we could make this change and just jump into new shoes and become the golden person we want to be, we would do it and we would leave God out of the equation. But the reality of it is we can't get to the goal and get transformed because we can't do it without God. So the true gift of freedom is the joy of embracing the grace of God that is hiding in many wise deeds that other people did before you were yet born. Oh, you're trying to say I have to pay attention to my elders? I've got to go back and see what they contributed through the faith of my relationship? You mean I have to go back and really figure out who Uncle Bubba is that keeps coming to the family reunion? You mean I've got to go through the generational lineage of my people to find out really who is telling me the truth? But what if you decided to go to the one and only generation of generation? What if you decided to go to Jesus Christ and see what wisdom he hid in the hearts of little children? What if we went to Jesus Christ and said, show me what it means to have the innocence of a loving and true child? You may say, Pastor, you don't know my children because I know they are sinners and I'm trying to help them be saved by grace. Oh, you may not know, Pastor. I I never taught my child to say a bad word or tell a story or even pretend. I didn't buy them any pretend children and pretend toys. I didn't make them make this stuff up. I'm talking about the innocence in their eyes. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit that dwells among them. I'm talking about the pureness of who they are. What if God said to us, I've hidden the truth of who I am in the hearts of our little children? Would you pay attention then? Would you see how they whisper to one another? Would you see the joy that they have? I know you brought all your grandchildren all these toys. And they have found the greatest joy in your pots and paints. 
They have made noise, they have played, and they have even created a whole experience in your kitchen that you never thought could exist. They found the golden nature. They found the peace that surpasses all understanding. They found the joy of what it means to be kissed from a most high God. They said, I talked to Jesus last night because he said that he loves me. Do you believe them? Do you take it at the innocence of who they are? This scripture is reminding us that we can grab hold to the gold, not from the outside, but through the joy of the innocence and the limbs of a small child. Imagine embracing grace and believing that God's love is so real and grabbing hold to these gifts that he made. And we see this in young children. What if you just wanted to play sometimes? Oh, you forgot being part of getting gold and getting connected with God was about letting go of some of the attitude that you and I as adults may have about what it means to be golden and free in Jesus Christ. They'll raise their hand. They'll fly down the slides. And they'll even say, hey, hallelujah. And we're just trying to be cool. Sometimes it's about allowing our hearts to be transformed. You know, through the double Dutch blessings and the Cracker Jack surprises and even a fast game of tag. I'll meet you at the tree and I'll beat you to the car or I'll count 15 red cards before we get home. It's just sometimes the little things in life for the simplicity and the dependence upon the true and living God will connect us like we've never been connected before. Do you want to be free to get the goal? Or do you want to be bound to your own personal decision? Think about it. What do you think humanity really is searching for in the golden life? Well, if you're a history buff and you realize that we've just celebrated the 4th of July and the country is 232 years old, you would think that embracing the life, the golden ring of freedom, would be somewhere in the Declaration of Independence. However, the person who has just become a citizen and has studied hard and has found the truth to be self-evident, their testimony and their fight for freedom and their tenacity to pursue the golden nature is more than the test. It's more than the situation. It is a desire in their heart. For you see, seeking the golden life is different from person to person, season to season, and even heart to heart. But you got to want it. And it's got to be more than a simple change of our outlook on the outside. We have got to be willing to allow God to address why we struggle with the truth and why we're comfortable telling a lie. Oh yeah, I said it. In the church, the very thing we say we want to do, we don't do, and the things that we do want to do, we can't seem to get it done because we struggle 
So in preparation of really putting my hands around this embracing freedom and getting hold to the goal, I struggled with these passages because I had to let go of what I think my freedom is all about. I had to let go of what I think God's word was really saying. I even had to cry and reflect upon my challenges. We say our word is our bond. What happens when we break the bond? Do we get to the gold or do we just kick it to the curb and realize that it was fake gold? It was plastic painted in gold. We were pretending that it was, but then we realized, oh, where is the grace? Help me, Lord, because I want to get free. I want to recognize what's going on, and I want to get to the good stuff. Well, thanks be to God, gravitating to God's grace, he has some instructions for us. Because at the passage at the end of Romans, verse 25, simply is a celebration. It simply says, thanks be to God, for he is Jesus Christ. We cannot do it by ourselves. I'm sorry if you thought you could change all by yourself and you've tried it now for 32 and a half years. You're on your way to the 33rd year, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. It's crazy. And you won't get to the gold, but you might get to a few fake moments. Why did I struggle with these passages? Because sometimes I realize how easy it is to grow weary. The Matthew passage tells us that there's things that are going on. There's injustices in life and there's a real struggle and anguish about who we are and what we hope to happen. And then we turn on the six o'clock news. We have fought Houston traffic. We've been up and down I-45. We've gone around the loop twice and now we're finally home because we tried not to stay in the parking lot on I-45. So we've gone every way we can to finally get home. And what happens? We get home, we turn on the news, and oh my God, there's somebody that we thought was Christian is on TV. And the struggle becomes real, and we realize that the humanity in which the Romans passage is talking about has rooted and come home because the very person we thought was going to do the right thing, they on the news doing the wrong thing. They just jumping out of their skin, and we said, oh my God. OMG, oh my God, that's my friend. Oh my God, humanity is, is really losing its mind and it's happening on my TV. Oh my God, where are those news headlines coming from? Where is the Christian world going? When are we going to embrace that faith? When is the golden rod going to come down? Praise be to God. Again, Romans 7, 25 reminds us that we ought to thank God. And Matthew 11 calls us to look at life through a new holy boldness that we can grab hold to the, woo, the golden yoke of a most high God. Jesus Christ offers us freedom and dependency because he says we can be faithful and depend on him. And the golden life in Jesus Christ is about yielding our lives unto the Lord. So now I want to get personal. So what is the golden life for you? When I went back and looked at that question, I went back and I reflected back a little way. 
in my early Christian journey, I thought the golden life, I could set my spiritual timetable the way it was going to happen. I figured I could handle it, and I had to find even my Christian journey with the acquisition of stuff. Stuff, things, and I even said, oh, though I'm a Christian, I can reach the brass and golden rings of the corporate world. I considered I could get to the top achievement, stepping over everyone, getting through all the stuff. And all of a sudden I realized that's not what God was saying. I was seeking the gold on the outside and I hadn't let God show me the gold on the inside. Little did I know, connecting with that golden life was only about doing life, but it wasn't about living the life. I love Jill Scott and her song is powerful, but she's talking about living the life like it's golden. I'm talking about living the life because it is golden. I'm talking about gravitating to a multi-God because it's bigger than what you can see. It's more about what's on the inside. I'm not talking about the gas gold card, the one that the gas station and, and the car dealer says you can get if you buy a brand new car. If you can't afford the gas, why buy the car? If you're trying to deal with stuff, why are you going for that gold? Oh, some of y'all are looking at me really like you're confused. But the golden life begins with recognizing there's a struggle between what you think it is and what God says that it is. He says, it's only by my grace. It's only by my mercy. It's only by my salvation. It's only by my understanding that you will come to experience the real golden life. Hmm. You may say, look, I have hearts. I have desires. And... God doesn't seem to be moving. And that's why I'm having these Roman moments. I really want to do the right thing. And then I get all hung up. And all of a sudden, I'm out there doing stuff that I know is out of order. But, I mean, isn't he going to forgive me? That's what some of the people on the Saturday night and the Friday night and the Wednesday night news had prayed for. Please, now that I'm in real crisis, save me. But what if you could get to the golden life before we went through this 50th crisis and we submitted unto God? So you see, instead of having freedom, many of us have conflict. Instead of embracing God's will, we embrace our own will. We think we're still in control, Mr. White. Well, I stopped by here this morning to say the way we get to the golden is not by the gray hair and not by the attitude and not by the gold shoes and not by the fine threads and not by the suave situation, but because we submit unto God. Because we can grow weary of doing what is good, but when we get an understanding of what it looks like through Matthew 11, Verses 25 and 26, we can grab hold to some new things. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. I'm seeking God. I know there's gold in the reach. Turn to your other neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm a little tired. And I've been trying to get to this goal, but the fake stuff keeps showing up. 
Release me, Jesus. Because I really want the real thing. And we say to ourselves, I've been after this goal. I've been chasing this goal. I've been jumping after this ring. It's in your reach. Because the ring is wisdom. And the ring is guidance. And the ring is the love of Jesus Christ. It's not the stuff you think it is. It's not even the dress you think it looks like. For the scripture says at the time Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent, and you have revealed them to the infants, for which is such your gracious will. It is good to know that Jesus is modeling what he's telling us. If you want to gravitate to the higher things, just look at the little children. Understand their innocence because I gave it to them. I didn't give it to the wise. I didn't give it to the super intelligent. I didn't even give it to the ones that think they're cute. I gave it to the hearts of the little children. And I hid the promise of that wisdom. And Jesus Christ said, if you seek me, and follow me, and you accept my wisdom, I will give you rest. When you lay it down at night, what is it that you want from Jesus? You want the peace that surpasses all understanding. You want an awareness that he has given you renewed energy while he is suspending your trials and tribulations. You want to understand that he is renewing your energy and your excitement in seeking a most high God. You want to understand that he's offering you a promise. Oh, he says it right there. Listen, in verses 28 through 30, he says, Come unto me, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens. I'll give you rest. That may be a burden of a prayer. That may be a burden of a family member. That may be the burden of your children. That may be burdens of your life. He said, I will give you rest. He didn't say, I might give you. I will give you, I will give you renewed energy and I will suspend the trials and tribulations in your life. Just take on my yoke. Take on my golden yoke. Allow it to guide you. And then learn from me. Ah, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So if you're a weary one, and you have been tired with your own self. You have chased yourself around the block 15 times. I'm telling you now on the 16th time, it's over. You can't get it on 610. You can't get it on Beltway 8. Just recognize that you cannot change by yourself. I don't care if you stand in front of the mirror and say, I'll never lie, I'll never lie, I'll never lie. Somewhere along the way, you're going to fall short and the lie's going to sneak out on you. But if you just give God a chance, for you can rest from your heavy burdens and the yoke will give you guidance and knowledge and you will be free to embrace the golden situation. You will even have a gentle heart. Ah, but you will get rest for your soul. Some of y'all, your mind is tired of running around. Let your soul rest. But you see, the golden life that we seek comes from loving Jesus Christ not from the world's brass ring. Jesus said that my yoke is easy and that your burdens will be light. Getting to the golden requires that we do lots of different things. But most importantly, 
uh, we really need to spend some time with prayer with God. So hear this prayer as we close. Lord, today as I pray, help me to create, help us to create quiet places that we can draw near to you and that you're able to draw near to us. Help us put away and put aside the demands of what's going on in our lives to embrace a quiet experience with you. Quiet our hearts, quiet our minds. Allow us to get to the rest and the assurance that we have in you. Lord, we thank you that you have given us this time to hear your word and to reflect on going forward in this day, in this time. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I want to thank you for taking time to hear God's word here at KYOK. You are invited to experience weekly Bible studies and reflections with New Faith Community United Methodist Church by visiting us online at www.nufaith.org. Also, come and experience worship at New Faith Community United Methodist Church every Sunday at 10 a.m. at Plummer Middle School, located at 11429 Spears Road, Houston, Texas, 77067. That's Plummer Middle School, 11429 Spears Road, Houston, Texas, 77067. Feel free to give us a call at 281-564-9904 for prayer or just general questions. That's 281-564-9904. I pray that God's grace offers you great peace this day to walk with a Holy Spirit anointing which encourages your faith to grow day in and day out. Have a great day in the Lord. Go forth with new faith to serve the Lord this day.